Hey, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some. Um, you know, we wish this was uh, not not what we were doing. This is kind of a special uh, tribute to Ivan Reitman, who passed last week. We haven't said anything, um, you know, publicly. We haven't done a any kind of dedication or, or anything like that, uh, mainly because when, when you're so fresh in the moment, it's really hard to kind of like get your thoughts together put your words together and so many people were offering all of these incredible you know tributes and dedications um so we waited about a week and uh we wanted to you know set some time aside to just talk about ivan talk about his career talk about our 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 ghostbusters fandom what he meant to all of us and uh that's what we're gonna do so we thank you for being here uh whether you're on the audio feed or here on youtube uh we're gonna we're we you know we always have fun because at the end of the day, Ivan's career is a fun career to talk about. His movies are incredible. He he will be remembered with a legacy as one of the great comedic directors and producers of all time. Um, so uh, it's it's very sad uh, to to lose somebody you love and respect. But we're here to uh, hopefully say some words, and if maybe you'll be able to you know find some closure or get something out of it. Uh, we just wanted to do it. So Abby, how are you? I'm doing well. Um we were able to talk in our, um, our small group in, uh, I don't know what you call this, the Patreon group actually, um, about Ivan after like immediately after like the day after, I believe. Oh, in our, you know, our zoom. zoom yeah. That yeah. was, I felt like that was a really nice discussion. It was a, a good opportunity to like be around other people. Um, and it did kind of crush me, honestly, like a, a ton of bricks. I was, I immediately didn't really feel like posting anything. I just felt very private, um, about, the news i felt very saddened um honestly because ivan reitman has been a big part of of craig you and i's life and yeah. then of yes have some's life and trajectory he's been there at pivotal pivotal excuse me pivotal points pivotal points <laughs> we have fun and it's it's just um yeah it just it just hit me really hard like a family member passing kind of yeah. a feeling like i wanted to take a day and then just kind of be around friends sure uh jake how are you man uh, you know, I'm okay. Um, it's just a bummer. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, like the yeah. biggest bummer, bummer possible. And um, it's also such a. It sucks that like the timing is really, really awful because like we're kind of all riding this like uh, Ghostbusters high right now because of the you know afterlife and everything. And then it's like, oh, okay um also right. today's the today's february the 24th which is also the the anniversary of harold's passing so yep. mm-hmm. we it's been eight years know. which is absolutely um has it been eight seven or eight it's just it's crazy to think about it feels like no time has passed at all and as a ghostbusters fan we've had there's been so much that has happened yeah in those eight years and obviously so much that's happened in the last couple of years yeah um so but Jake, we got to say happy birthday. You celebrated a birthday Dude, yesterday. Don't. Not on no, this episode. <laughs> no, we have to. We, you know, you acknowledge the good and the bad. Yeah, you can well, celebrate. You. It's, yeah. Um. So listen, we, you know, Ivan Reitman has had or had this amazing career. You know, I, I suggest that everybody, if you can, go back and listen to his interview he did, um, on the WTF podcast with Mark Marin. Uh, from 2014, they reposted it. Uh, his story was unbelievable. Like he he escaped communism uh, with his parents from Czechoslovakia, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and uh, 
basically like was on the bottom of a boat hiding and came to Canada at five years old and then you know grew up and had this incredible career and like was so pivotal pivotal in um I, I, neither I one of you guys can say the word pivotal today it's really tough it's tough and it's it's I'm, I'm gonna get choked up when I talk about it but if you think about who he worked with and who he molded and how who he, he developed yeah. who he developed how he basically discovered Dan Aykroyd as an announcer in Canada and was one of the first he was like the outsider of the group to try to wrangle in like Harold Ramis and and you know Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and and John Belushi and you know according to Ivan it took him a while for them to like you know accept him uh, I think Bill Murray was pretty rude to him the first couple of interactions but uh um and then just goes on to you know produce Animal House and obviously Meatballs and Stripes and Ghostbusters so it, it's one of those weird things we're all born in like 84 85 he's been in our lives forever has produced countless of you know incredible movies that that will last generations like hundreds of years from now um assuming that the world uh is still here and <laughs> by the looks of it it might not be but uh you know it's just a what a depressing keeping it positive keep, on well, wages yeah you know, everyone's like this is my first episode it's hard of today yeah, yeah it's a hard day it is it's true um jake what i mean what do you think about the legacy like when, when you think about his movies i mean I don't know another comedy director that, you know, at least in our lifetime, that even comes close. Yeah, I mean, even if you take Ghostbusters out of it, there's, you know, tons of other films that he's responsible for either directing or producing. And and I was looking at the list today of of just his producer credits, you know, and, and all he's done a ton. There was like, oh, I didn't know he, you know, had a hand in this or this. And, uh, and also, you just have to think like what you just mentioned about, kind of discovering Dan Aykroyd. We joke around about Dan Aykroyd a lot. Um, he's a, he is amazing, but he is like, he's a lot. He's a lot to deal with. He's like a ball of energy. <laughs> energy and, and fire. And he, yeah. and he seems like maybe he's scary or intimidating to try to, but like Ivan Reitman, like looked at Dan Aykroyd and all of whatever's happening and was like, Nope, I'm going to take this guy calm him down a little bit you know what i mean it's like he reigns him in and he knows how to like he knows how to direct him in a way to you know make uh magic you i know, think he magic. understands yeah. people yeah like i think there's a well obviously jason reitman has a super deep understanding of the way that like human and family dynamics work i think he got that i imagine from his dad who seems to really understand how people work and how to pair people and how to how to get like that chemistry to happen. Well, um, when you listen to, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. When you listen to interviews with Ivan, when he talked about filmmaking and he, you know, him and Jason talk about like how important the most important thing is the narrative and the story and the characters have to service the story. And even the improvisations have to service the characters and the story. Mm -hmm. And if you even like some, like Ghostbusters is like, to me, a perfect movie. Like there's not a wasted second on screen. Every single thing that is you're seeing or hearing or doing or observing mm -hmm. completely leads to the next thing into this. And it just unravels into this perfect narrative. And I think 
that's kind of the thing, you know, comedy, sometimes it's kind of overlooked and maybe with modern comedy, like we, we've moved into the era of not now, but like over the last 10, 15 years, we've moved into that, like Judd Apatow era of comedy where like he's genius in his own right, but it's, it's, it's a different approach and it's let's throw 40 lines against the wall and figure out which one's best. Uh, what was it? Anchorman two? They put out like a completely alternate movie, yeah. uh, with just different mm-hmm. jokes and like, that doesn't seem like that would fly in the world of like Ivan Reitman. Like he is about, you know, getting the script down, analyzing it page by page. And like, it's controlled chaos. Like you don't have a conversation, Dan. Uh-huh. What? Don't have a conversation, Dan. Well, yes. let's talk. We have, we- I would like all footage. And I only have one short video on my phone from the red carpet event of the premiere of afterlife where, uh, Ivan Reitman is pulling Dan Aykroyd away from the fans because Dan is like in his own world talking. Um, and I feel like that, I know that happened all the time on set. That's what you're referencing. Jake is that like deleted. Yeah. That delete that, uh, outtake the dailies. Or, yeah, yeah. The dailies. The dailies. The, um, if you go back and watch the dailies from the, in the new box set from the courtroom scene in ghostbusters, um, at one point, Dan Aykroyd just decides to do like a little improv, not unlike me, or <laughs> Jake, <laughs> mimicked conversation in the background, and and you just hear Ivan off camera going, "Don't have a conversation, Dan." He's like, "Sorry, sorry." Um, <laughs> he was overacting in the background. It was great. But if you listen, I mean, I think Ivan was tough. I I think he was a hard to please because he was a perfectionist. But it shows in his in his work, like. There's countless stories from other people who have written or tried to develop stuff with Ivan. And like, there's a, I I laughed so hard. Um, who was it? Was it, it was either, I think it was Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel, like around the time the man show was really popular. I think Adam Carolla told the story in a podcast where him and Jimmy were like developing a comedy, him and Jimmy Kimmel and Ivan was going to produce it. And they went off to write the script and they, they brought the script to Ivan to review it. And Adam Carolla was like, he just yelled at us for an hour. He was like, this is not what we talked about. What the fuck are you doing? And that sounds harsh, but like, that's the, I I, re- I want to know about that. Ivan. like, I want to know that Ivan. Yeah. Yes. I want to know the, I want to know the not public persona. And I mean, like we were also just, uh, this isn't to say that like Ivan's mean, you know, no, or no. anything. It's just like, um, I you feel like the body being, of work. He has, I feel like being stern. Yeah. yeah I feel have, like, yeah. I feel like having the expectations and being stern and knowing what you want. Like if you're putting money up and you're producing or you're going to direct or something like yeah. that's how, you know, not being that way is how garbage movies get made constantly. Yep. It just is, you know, be more like Ivan Reitman is what yeah. I say. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's oh, put that on a shirt. I yeah, like that. I do too. I like that. Um, Howard Stern, um, you know, famously, uh, uh, made private parts in 1996 was produced by Ivan Reitman. And, you know, I was listening to Howard last week, talked about Ivan passing and he credits Ivan Reitman fully for, for making revamping the script. Well, not just that, like they couldn't get the script down. Howard Stern had no idea how to act. They had no idea how to make this movie. And Mm -hmm. they had written like something like 20 versions of the script. And finally Ivan got a hold of Howard Stern, called him on the phone and said, this is your movie laid out the whole plot and Howard was like, Oh, of course it is. And and I was like, yeah, I know this is, who's going to write it. Hired the writer, did the script and found the director. Um, and you know, produce the movie. I, I don't think a lot of people like, I barely know what a director does. I kind of don't know what a producer does, but as you start talking about it, you realize that like he has his hands in to every aspect from, you know, casting, creative script, you know, 
we have all heard stories of Steven Spielberg producing movie and just, you know, kind of directing it at the same time. <laughs> I, I don't doubt that Ivan was doing that. Maybe on Space Jam, he directed a couple of scenes with Bill Murray. I don't know. Um, so I, I, I got out his, uh, his Wikipedia here to kind of go through some of these movies. And once we kind of talk about some of the stuff, I also want to talk about some of our, our personal connections to Ivan and uh, some of the stories that we've, you know, probably shared in the past, but uh, just some really fun stuff. Um, you know, the one thing that is amazing to me is how many, like when, when Ivan passed, so many of our friends, people in the Ghostbusters community, all these people had like these personal interactions they've met ivan they've talked to him he might not realize it or maybe did not realize it i hope he did that since the launch of ghost core in the last five or six years he connected on a level with the fandom that i don't i think it's unprecedented in any like you don't hear about this about george lucas or steven spielberg or any director like he People yeah. have these memories and these interactions. Yeah, I was going to kind of bring that up when we got to that part. Like, Ghostbusters is in my, you know, if, if I was ranking my favorite movies of all time, Ghostbusters is in the top three, right? Um, and uh, it's weird to be like, your favorite movie of all time, you're going to you're gonna bump into the director multiple, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to... I don't want to say the word hang out, but you're going to be, uh, you're going to have conversations with them. You're going to have breakfast with them one day. You're going to like, you're going to be around to a point where he, he maybe recognizes who you are at this point. And it's <laughs> right, like, right. that's such a weird, that's never going to happen with Steven Spielberg. You know what no, I mean? But like that no, has happened. <laughs> Sorry, Jake, Ivan, but it's so. not. It's I know. I know. I'm just saying it's such He'll a weird. He'll taken off the lot. <laughs> he would. Yeah. He would. Um, I mean, I think about when we got that, uh, add that opportunity to to you know go into Ghost Court and make that video, and we found like the big chair in the conference room. And we're like, oh, this is Ivan's. This is, this is Ivan's, Ivan's chair. chair. We leaned against it and we took a picture. <laughs> yeah. um, so again, I don't see any uh, circumstance that puts us in the office of basically any other movie director. So no, it's never going to happen. Too high yeah. up, and yeah. too far away. Um, well, but that like intimate familial like. Uh, connection that we all had with with Ivan Reitman and with Ghost Corps because of like them interacting with us and Eric Reich obviously like keeping in touch with the different Ghostbusters chapters etc and like patches and doing all that stuff felt like it was we it just it was bringing us in and like building the the family foundation like even more so and I feel like that's been really solidified especially since like the events that that you're referencing with the 2016. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the 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 trailer event and the premiere and then fan fests, like Ivan Reitman, and in his later years, made himself accessible to this obsessive fan base. Like, mm -hmm. I don't Ivan Reitman at fan fest. I mean, you guys remember mm -hmm. he sat out in the sun in a, under a tent in like you know 85 degree weather, just signing autographs for two or three hours. And just interacting. And he was very nice and very cordial and very patient because, you know, how you know how the fans can get. We've seen yeah. them. We've been them. Uh, <laughs> um, and Abby, I, I don't We haven't talked about this since he passed. And I'm not doing this to try to, like, elicit a. Um, I already got choked up while Jake was crying. It's okay. A, a, an emotional reaction from or, While Jake was talking. Jake's like, was I crying already? Yeah. Um, no, I was like, I didn't know you could tell. <laughs> yeah, I could. When, no. when you 
you got up, you got an autograph from Ivan in that line, and he was asking you about your tattoo and wanted to know the story behind it. Oh yeah, that. And, and it was I like was this like, really it's Antigone, and it's yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful woman, and I it's it's Greek. Um, also, my I have Czechoslovakian roots, so there's always like some sort of a weird like feeling of connection. But yeah, yeah he asked me about my tattoo, and he didn't ask me anything. <laughs> Well, yeah, move on. to go on to another story, though, the, the little trailer event for Answer the Call that we went to, I think the best part of that whole event was getting to chat with Ivan when he was coming around doing table touches. Um, that was like that was actually, in retrospect, the best thing that happened. At yeah, that. it was better than the trailer. It was. And that was just you and I there. <laughs> right, I mean, right. Um, again crazy that we had that, those experiences and then the at you know we're kind of jumping all around but then at fan fest you know when when you know the cast and crew went around and, and shook hands and took pictures and ivan went and sat and did you know five or ten minutes at every table and just had a conversation again he's the only one that did that at fan fest yeah and I know they're trying to build up, you know, hype for the new movie and get people excited and and have goodwill within the franchise. But like, a, it, it seems above and beyond. It's yeah. more than I would do, Jake. Is it more than we, it's definitely more. Hey, Jake, go, go. Let's have a YHS fest and you go sit down at every table for ten. Well, I wouldn't even. Sh- I wouldn't even show up. Oh my god. <laughs> we know. Put him in the shade. Um. So, okay. Let's go through some of these movies. Now, I, I, sure. I am ashamed to admit this. I've never seen Cannibal Girls. And it is, you can watch it on YouTube. It's his first, you know, him and Eugene Levy. He made the movie for like 10,000 bucks. Jake, have you seen this? I haven't either. And I'm also kind of ashamed about it. But the, another thing that, um, so I, I'm looking at his, uh, you know, his producer credits and his directing credits and, after there's something weird that happened in the in the late seventies with Ivan Reitman, and I wonder, and it's something that I wish I could have maybe talked to him about it if if John Urkaba would have stopped talking at, at the fan fest dinner. Um, in but, some universes, John is still talking. But he, you, so he directed Cannibal Girls, and then he produced like a string of he did Shivers, which is a. Um, I believe it's a Cronenberg directed yeah, movie, which is a, produced. which is a great, which is a great movie. Uh-huh. But like in a row, the next like four films are all like horror films or like thriller movies about like home invasions or revenge films. And it makes me wonder if like, since that was such early Ivan Reitman, if he almost just went down completely different path, like, you know what I mean? He could have, he could have right. been doing like horror films his whole yeah. career. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he definitely produced two two or three of those early Cronenberg movies. Had a relationship with him, and it's so. I mean, I've never seen Shivers, but it's just so completely like antithetical to what Shivers he, and sh- yeah, Shivers and Rabbit are both are both movies I was aware of, but was unaware that Ivan Reitman had you know a hand in either one of those. Well, there's a story Jason Reitman told in some podcast at some point. Of, I've I've tried to consume every piece of Ghostbusters content available. Um, that's why we keep doing podcasts. I just want more content. So I'm like, I'm going to go listen to my own shit. <laughs> um, Jason Reitman told the story of, of finding Ivan's like laser disc of nightmare on Elm street. Like, yeah. I think Ivan was like a horror. I mean, obviously if you're a film fan, you're, you're, you're going to be a fan of all the different genres, but I've, I think right. horror meant something to him mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, we should look into that more. Um, 
Yeah, that would have been cool. And to let's talk watch to. Cannibal Girls. And let's watch Cannibal cool. Girls. We'll do it this weekend. Yeah, do we'll do it on the big. Do it this weekend. We'll do an episode about it. Oh, Cannibal Girl oh, review coming up. Cool. Um, obviously produced Animal House. He wanted to direct it, um, but later on said that he 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 loved the way it turned out. And uh, who directed Animal House? John Landis. He said that it it would have been a completely different movie than uh, what John Landis did, and and. It, they, yeah, John enough. John Landis pre helicopter. Okay, okay. Well, you, just, you can't. Jake can't not. I can't let it go. Yeah, <laughs> he killed a guy. I can't. Okay. Uh, uh, and then, um, you know, starting with this this directing run is crazy. Meatballs, Stripes, Ghostbusters. Yep. yep. Legal Eagles, which I've never seen. I got to watch it. I'm not going to lie. Who's in Legal Eagles? Let's look it up. It is Robert Redford, Daryl Hannah, Deborah Winger. Okay. These are major stars of the I was about to say, that's a cast. That's a cast right there. Um, And then he goes, Twins, Ghostbusters 2, Kindergarten Cop, Dave. And Arnold Schwarzenegger credits, you know, Ivan Reitman for basically giving Arnold a chance to do comedy. And Ab, we watched Kindergarten Cop last year. Mm-hmm. Was Ivan right about uh, Arnold? Yeah. He's got the comedic chops. <laughs> the chops. The chops. I think he's... Get to the chops. Sorry. Get I... to the... Ch- no. 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 Hey. No. No more helicopter references. I apologize. That was the second... It was unintentional. Yeah. Definitely. Having that eye for like... For who has a... Um, kind of like how James Gunn sees in John Cena. That, that like really funny side that right. not everyone saw um you know meatballs is not a movie that i i've watched too many times just a handful of times i think as a kid i shied away from it because it was like you know it's a it's a younger bill murray to me like stripes is when he it's like the catapult like stripes and ghostbusters like to me when i was a kid that was the same universe like mm-hmm. they're kind of playing the same characters like bill murray's the the wise ass and harold ramus is kind of the cynical and smarter uh, friend, and in my in my head when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, just Egon. That's just Egon right there." Um, and then obviously Ghostbusters two, uh, which we all have a deep love for. And you know what I loved over the last couple of years as Ivan did more press and did more interviews, and in Ghostbusters two has become more of a uh, there's more love given to that movie. Like he always comes out and he always said. I like Ghostbusters too. I think that Bill and Sigourney led like a romantic comedy and 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 did a great job. And then he yeah. would always say, you know, the ending wasn't great, and I disagree. Statue of Liberty, walking down, you know, through New York is the most important. The best. Moment. It's the most important moment in cinema history. Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do you think? Do you think? Ghostbusters 2 got the love and like Ivan started seeing that or appreciated it or do you think he led the charge of letting people know no this is a good movie <laughs> yeah he seems like the kind of person you know that isn't gonna um <laughs> he's, he's not gonna back down if he hears people talking shit you know he's gonna be <laughs> yeah. like no listen you guys are wrong and Ghostbusters 2 is good and that could just be me talking um but I feel like yeah, it's me talking, invoking Ivan Reitman. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dave Jr. 
Father's Day, Six Days, Seven Nights. By the way, I've never seen Six Days, Seven Nights, but I had the DVD because I think it came with my DVD player. <laughs> and I, you know, <laughs> I had it? it on my shelf. Yeah, I just have, I never watched wow. it. Um, Dave has gotten a lot of love. I haven't seen that movie in thirty years, so I want to you know go back and revisit it. Um, Sigourney Weaver is in that one. Um, and then Abby, we did a, a whole episode dedicated. We went through an evolution phase, like in 2019. We did. We yeah, not forget evolution. You used to have toys, didn't you? Didn't yeah. you buy the toys? Got yeah, you got oh, yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, with the the, the soap and everything. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Dan Aykroyd's kind of reprising his role. Like it's, I love that. It's a, it's kind of an underappreciated movie. I'd say. I mean, it's interesting that that was around the time that there was all the talk of Ghostbusters three and that. In, I, I'm not going to say that Julianne Moore and David Duchovny and Sean William Scott were on the level of Harold, Dan, and, and Bill, but Evolution's no. a fun watch. It really it is. is. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is. Um, and then, you know, he produced, like, like you guys said, just a ton of movies, Space Jam, Private Parts, produced Up in the Air, which was the first time he worked with Jason, uh, obviously produced Answer the Call and Ghostbusters Afterlife, and that's kind of where I want to get to. Let's roundtable us, Abby. Yeah, we've we've consumed a lot of the Jason and Ivan, the 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 partnership, the the you know reverence they have for each other. We saw you know that clip from FanFest, the one where Ivan starts getting choked up. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. I didn't. I stumbled upon it again. It's a. It's it hits really hard now. Yeah, because it it almost seemed at that time he was like. When he says that line, he says, you know, we were just young men. They were in their 30s. It's like he had that realization, like, man, time is caught up with everybody. Harold's not even with us anymore. We all have that. That you know, it's almost like he he was starting to kind of see that you know grasp with his own mortality a little bit. I mean, that's reading a lot into it, but I I think we all go through that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just no no specific questions, but you talking about it just makes me kind of get choked up because that was like a really it was a stressful day and (laughs) there was chaos running amok but there were memories being made and there was a lot of a lot of things to laugh at and a lot of good conversations we met a lot of people but by the end of that that night sitting on the lawn just the conversation on the couch between jason and ivan made up for for anything that went wrong that day and it literally um it was just a really special thing to be sitting on the grass at the Sony lot and to have um, Ray Parker Jr. playing afterwards. But to see that like real conversation between between father and son, knowing that that was going to be foundational and woven into the the next movie with Afterlife, um, that that like grounded me and made me feel like I could I could hope and love again and like look forward to a movie. Um, Another Ghostbusters movie that um, that maybe has some of the original ingredients, and it was really special just to be with uh, Troy and Chris and everyone um, surrounded with our friends, listening to Jason and Ivan having like a one-on-one. Um, very special. I don't know any other director of any movie or, or anyone who's modeled that type of paternal like relationship, and I, I, it's something that I kind of idolize and look at and and. It's that's really special, and yeah. I, I know that it's not like Jason and Ivan have probably have always been like, you know, it's no, not, it's sure not a perfect road, but they've been on, and, yeah, yeah, and coming together to make Afterlife like that kind of a thing, reconciling, and then um, the Harold Ramis story like that just it um it just gets me like it, yeah. 
It makes me want to be back in that night, honestly. It was yeah. kind of a special moment. And it wasn't just that. Like, we, we got the chance to see that in person. And then, you know, we saw them again at New York Comic Con. Jake, I was sitting next to you. How fucking pumped was Ivan Reitman <laughs> at New York Comic Con? He was screaming. Was four or five miles. <laughs> he was literally screaming like a madman. And it yeah. was... It was sort of shocking, but also like just really exciting to see that he was genuinely <laughs> like, like a, let's go. he said, let's show it. Let's he, like, show screamed it. it. I think we have it on film. He screams yeah. like, let's show it. And he, yeah. he's so genuinely excited for everybody to see like what his son has done. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and, and I think, I don't know if it was there, but Jason said like at that, like nobody had seen afterlife more than ivan like he consumed it he you know helped with you know editing it he gave notes on it he was there on set like that movie it's as much uh i mean obviously jason and gill wrote it and it's jason's movie but ivan he was not there just by name only. He well, he's proud of he, it. It's it's his grandchild. You know what I mean? Like he's he's afterlife's grandfather. He's it's he's like crazy. proud of it. It's like it it's his sons, but his son is his. So it's right, like right. you know what I mean. And how the ultimate legacy? How um kind of poetic is it that in the this last chapter of Ivan's career? They launched Ghost Corps with the the intention of bringing Ghostbusters back in a big way. They do answer the call. It does what it does. They they kind of retreat to figure out what's next. Jason steps up with this idea, and Ivan says, "You have to write this movie." And that turned like it wasn't supposed to be his last project. He he's been developing uh, triplets, the the twins uh, sequel. I almost said the twins reboot, uh, the twins sequel with with Arnold and Danny DeVito, which he was going to direct. He obviously is not going to be able to do that now, and we don't know if that movie is going to still move forward. But Afterlife, from shooting, you know, from pre production in 2018 into 2019, and then all of the delays, and then finally the release in November of 2021. That was his grand finale. On, st- I'm gonna, I'm gonna get choked up. I too. already have been crying yeah. over. I know, but like, I haven't been able to watch Afterlife since. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I know it sucks. It fucking sucks. Ivan Reitman at 75 years old, on stage at New York Comic Con in front of <laughs> you know, 3,000 people, just. Get, just give it it just saying watch this <laughs> and just also knowing how good it was yeah. like being yeah, like you're about knew. to get just fucked up experience. Yeah, like, yeah dude that's that's fuck part of fuck up whenever whenever i see you know whenever i've talked to a few people who who maybe aren't um you know big ghostbusters fans just like n- the normal people or whatever whenever you talk to them and they're like yeah ghostbusters the new ghostbusters was fine or you know or or you read reviews where people don't like it or something it's like hold i i want each one of them i want to be like listen you don't understand you need to watch this interview with ivan and jason you need to go to you need you should have been at fan fest i think it's like you go to film school you need to go to film school first of all <laughs> hey first of all get a fucking education <laughs> um get some culture uh i it's weird like it's almost like uh 
once you've seen Ivan and Jason have those kind of conversations, it just puts afterlife on a completely different level. It's a different perspective. Knowing, knowing them in that sort of way. Yeah. 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 This was a family affair. I mean, ghost core, it feels like a, a small tight knit family, the ghostbusters community and the fandom. It, it's, you know, we've talked about it so much. It's, it's, there's definitely kind of like a, a, a unique bond and connection that happens with this movie because it, at its core ghostbusters is a movie about three dudes who got fired. <laughs> we're like fuck what are we gonna do like well let's yeah. just start a ghost catching business like okay <laughs> like so there you know abby you talk about a lot that underdog spirit and you and even though ivan reitman was a like listen tremendously successful incredibly you know if you're coming and immigrating though from another country and like you're coming across on a boat you yeah you're kind of an underdog you're so an underdog you assimilate and find your way um, et cetera. So yeah, I think that that spirit's there hundred percent. Yeah. It's there in stripes and it's there in ghostbusters. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think it was always a little bittersweet that Ivan didn't get to direct a, a ghostbusters three, but I, I think what we got with like the, you know how I always go, you know, that speech I've been giving for two years about how afterlife's the most unlikely version of a ghostbusters sequel. Like, mm -hmm. like, this even adds more to that. And like, you see those photos of, of Ivan in, in on set in the, in the flight suit standing with Jason. And it's just like, you know, you can't write a storybook ending and nobody wants Ivan to pass. I mean, 75 is it's old, but it's not, you know, 75 feels way different than 85. Like, especially since it felt like a shock. I'd if, say. Well, I think we were all shocked. We yeah. But even like we saw him at the premiere in November and, He's, you know, he's on the red carpet and him and Jason gave another speech. And I just, I felt proud to be a Ghostbusters fan and I was happy for them. I was like, this is really cool that this is how this is all playing out. Um, so yeah, this, this was, uh, it was tough. It was a tough week. I think for everybody, I think that, uh, you, you Ghostbusters is not Ghostbusters. It doesn't exist without Ivan Reitman, right? Like, even though we all want to read Dan Aykroyd's first script, where, where you I know, don't, I don't know if <laughs> you don't want to. I don't know if I have time for that. I mean, <laughs> have you ever read the story about this? Is a little side like the the shooting script for the Blues Brothers is like three hundred pages long, and like there's like long like asides and like deep descriptions about like things about like the Catholic Church and why. It's like, like it. That's <laughs> amazing. It, whole... it is. That's actually amazing. Um, <laughs> And, you know, like Harold and, and Ivan pared it down and, and took the initial concept of like, you know, Ivan looked at the script and said, okay, there's like 300 giant monsters in here. And there's all these fantastical elements, but stripping all that away, the concept of, you know, business. Ghostbusters being like, you know, firefighters or janitors or, or, you know, exterminators, that is the most interesting concept. Let's take that and expand about that in like the real world. Um, and that was all Ivan and, and Harold. Like they were the, um, they, they, that pair, I, I just, it sucks. I just can't believe they're gone. Uh, I really can't. Um, you know, we're all collectors. Yeah. We're We've, left with, with movies to watch and yeah. all of us being bonded together, like yeah. specifically the three of us through Ghostbusters. And I think that's, that's a good take home. 
um, takeaway. Before we, you know, we 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 didn't we didn't. This is not going to be like a two hour episode or anything. We just wanted to get our thoughts out and, and share them with you guys. Um, Jake, you, you got the chance to meet Ivan a couple times. You got some photos yeah. with him. Do you have anything like any autographs or stuff signed by him? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I got a I got a really sweet Slimer mask oh, with his autograph. Mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the I got the Slimer mask. Um, you know, at a fan fest, I did. Um, I have a uh, you know a poster, a Ghostbusters poster with the Ecto one that I it just has a lot of different autographs on it. He's on there, and then I, I have a really really nice eight by ten of of him direct you know yeah. when he was directing Ghostbusters. So yeah, I got a couple things that are yeah, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, I've yeah. got that stuff. I've got I got that. Thank you to AJ Quick for bringing the uh, the license plates. Yeah, that's what I. Was <laughs> oh right, you got the license plate. So I've got a license plate signed by Ernie, Dan, and Ivan. Um, there's a corner left for Bill. <laughs> let's just, let's just call luck. that piece done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe at Martha's. Are you going to bring well, Martha's menu? I am. I'm going to put we're it gonna, in front of my car. It's easy to we're going to bring it. We're, well, don't put it on the front of your car because um, <laughs> I know it'll get shit on. Nope. I'll I'll skip. You know, bring it. Bring it to. Know you're from New York. Bring it to the golf resort next year. We'll go to the. We'll go to golf. Oh yeah. We'll do the golf. We'll do the golf. We'll do some golf. Doing some golf. Um, yeah, we you know I've, we've got some stuff signed by by Ivan, and then like we we didn't mention it, but obviously, like not obviously, maybe you don't know this, but like um, when I proposed to Abby uh, to get married, Ivan Reitman uh, was generous enough with his time to make a video to do the proposal for me because I didn't know how to ask, so I'll just I'll just get Ivan Reitman to do it. So again, the fact that I was able to arrange that and he did it. Yes, it's in Ghost Heads. No, it was not made. Like, let's just clear this up. That was not made for Ghost Heads. They yeah, used it. Used later. I gave them my permission to use it, but that was just something. Because they were wanting to, like, finish the story, et cetera. <laughs> Abby, they our, were trying to finish our your storyline. <laughs> yeah. Some say that your story hasn't even been written. Yeah, but, like, you know what? Fuck all that. What I'm talking about is the, the actual proposal video was, it was a huge deal. And yeah. it was the beginning of, uh, like, a, a big, long uh, relationship honestly and like a, a it was the a beginning journey. of YHS too yeah yeah 100% and I remember watching that video and I'll just say it I don't really have great parental ties I don't really have you know um, that kind of stuff so when it comes to having a really someone that's an icon but that's like willing to to participate in something special like that for us it was really meaningful for me yeah. it's a really nice thing to go back and look at too yeah I, ha I hadn't watched it in a long time um but I did watch it last week, and it, it you know it's special. We it's it's just you know one of uh, one of the special connections that we we got to have. And uh, man, fuck more than anything, our hearts go out to to you know his family, obviously to Jason and 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 everybody at Ghost Square, everybody who worked with him. Um, it's a it's a huge loss. It really there's no other way to put it. It sucks. It's the one part of life that you know that's a real bummer is that it ends and and um more than most people ivan got to do a lot and make a, a, an impact and, and leave a legacy that's going to last for generations so uh but that doesn't make any like nobody feels better yeah there's nothing really you sucks. can there's nothing yeah, you can say that makes sucks. it better yeah. it just sucks it sucks and i and i do want like i i know everybody has the question like what's going to happen with ghostbusters and ghost core and like you know, Ghostbusters will go on and, and, and it's in good hands and, and people care about the franchise and, and want it to move forward. And, um, 
you know, we're not worried about that. We just, we just hope everybody's, uh, able to pay their respects, however they repay them or pay them and, um, grieve yeah. and grieve, Get through shit. go through the grieving process. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do we have any final thoughts? I mean, it sucks and <sighs> it's painful and we have each other. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That's all you can say. Yeah. That's all you can say. Well, we, we, I'm happy we had the chance to do this. Um, if, um, you know, if anybody wants to have a good laugh, throw on anything Ivan's worked on, uh, except for maybe, what was it? Shiver? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Shivers? Oh, it's not a funny movie. It's well, I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of funny, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Watch Cannibal Girls with us this weekend. Yeah. yeah. We'll do a watch along. Now, I noticed that... Uh, Ivan did not recast Eugene Levy in anything until Ghostbusters 2, and then he cut him out of that. Yeah. So what's going oh, on boy. with that? <laughs> we well, to... if you'd seen Eugene Levy's performance, he was like, Oh, call it out, Eugene Levy. <laughs> yeah. He went a little bit hard. Now, if you watch those new Ivan Ra- do... it's our It's our <laughs> Ivan Reitman memorial episode, and you're just talking shit Eugene about Levy. Eugene Levy. I love Gee, Eugene Lewis. Levy. Wow. Gee, I don't know if I can, Lewis. <laughs> Ivan was like, Nah, 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 I don't know good. if I can oh, either, God Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right, everybody. Uh, stay tuned for more content and episodes from Yes, Have Some podcast. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.